we're having like a 90 day fiance type fight right now this is a fight you don't think this this are we in a fight this is about as much as we've disagreed with each other (laughs) in our marriage i think (laughs) probably or in the 90 days leading up to our marriage yeah that was our entire relationship (laughs) was 90 days yeah it was very fast yeah it was so fast Um, so update for people listening. I know we haven't put out an episode in a while because we haven't had like the ability to have a live show. We do them all on YouTube. So check it out, uh, on the pick aside, stupid YouTube page. If you haven't already. Um, but here I am, Sean Carter with my partner, wife, best friend, Sarah Morgan. (laughs) Here I am with the love of my life, Sean Carter. All right, stop. People are going to start vomiting. <laughs> I was just kidding. Oh, okay. Um, so anyways, we, we wanted to come back to talk about 90 Day Fiance because um, since we've been stuck inside, not able to do anything, this is what we've been watching pretty much nonstop for like, what, like a month now? Yeah, it's just good quality entertainment. I mean, we just, I didn't mean to. I mean, you turned it on. You were resistant for a long time. I would just like, I'd kind of like walk through the room and be like, oh, what's this guy's problem now? And then next thing you know, I'm sitting down and I'm like, like, how could Chantel do that to Pedro? You know, (laughs) we're like five seasons deep. But what made you turn it on in the first place? Because I didn't even, I had never heard of it. Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like I've been watching it off and on since it has been... A program, so I couldn't even tell you how I started watching it. It's nothing that I've ever watched like religiously until now, yeah. um, for lack of better things to do. But sure, yeah, it's good like reality TV, uh, just like fluff, yeah, filler. But then you started watching The Bachelorette, and doesn't The Bachelorette feel like very anticlimactic compared to like? It feels very scripted and false, but I mean, I started watching that because of friends that watch it and they were always talking about it and I wanted to be part of that conversation. Like The Bachelorette, it's like there's like 20 like ripped dudes trying to get Mm -hmm. with one ripped lady. (laughs) I want to see, you You know. You want some uggos in there? I want some uggos. (laughs) And I want, I like when I walk in in the middle of the episode and I see the couple and I don't know which one's coming to the U.S., like before they talk and I just like see their faces and I like to try to see if I can tell which one is coming here because a lot of times these couples are actually like pretty well matched. Like, you know, they're both like kind of attractive or they're both kind of not attractive. (laughs) Who do you think was the best matched couple that we've seen so far? like that you're just like and you know what part of this it's going to be forgettable because if they're like very well matched it's not like very it's not that interesting you're just like yeah okay good for you um i thought that that the girl from new york and the guy from israel oh yeah fine her name Um, was lauren lauren and and alexi alexi was the guy yeah and lauren was the yeah 
I thought that she was not very likable, but she seemed fine, and they seemed to like genuinely like each other. And yeah, they're just two young people that think the other one's hot. Yeah, and you know, yeah, they seemed like not weird. Like if I met them, I wouldn't be like something is amiss here. Yeah, I'd be like that's like a lot of couples I know. Yeah, right there, or at least when I was younger. Right, exactly. Um, and who do you think was the worst match couple? Oh, man, there's so many bad ones. <laughs> I think that the most recent one that we watched You can give it, me your top five if you want. Yeah, I think the most infuriating one recently was um, Holly and Louise. Was her name Holly? Molly. Molly, Molly and, Lu- and Louise. And Louise was the guy from the Dominican yeah. Republic that just like left at the end. Yeah, he was just a smug asshole. And like at first I didn't like her, but she really grew on me and then I ended up feeling bad for her. Like she definitely deserved better at oh, yeah. the end. Well, I'll say for anybody listening, definitely spoiler alerts. We're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened up till what we've seen. Uh but I think definitely the part where you know, I started to go like, you know what? This woman's okay. Like she deserves better yeah. than this. Was when he started being like, "You don't have God stuff in your house." Oh, I had already started to change my mind about her earlier than that. Oh, really? She's I mean, at that point, yeah. I was like, I can't blame this woman for anything right now. If she, like, physically hurt him, I'd just be <laughs> like, yeah, he deserves that. Yeah. I was glad that she stood up for herself, but then it seemed like they got back together. Well, because they were already married in secret. Yeah. Huge spoiler alert. Huge, Huge. spoiler alert. But then, obviously, like, the Danielle and um, Muhammad were horrible, horrible. Oh, yeah. The girl, the woman from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, you know, you could tell by looking at that couple, which one was. Yes. And not from the U.S. Like why? And it turns out that she's like also a criminal. So, I mean, I guess they kind of deserve each other that way. She, she's has like a rap sheet for kind of like sneaky, shitty crime. Mm -hmm. And he's a scam artist. So like, I guess, you know. They deserve each other. Yeah, yeah. but they, they didn't seem like a great match. Um, what about you? I mean, I think I think the best couple is Chantel and Pedro because... You love Pedro. I love Pedro. <laughs> I love him. And I feel sympathetic to him because I feel like he was in a situation where he didn't... Like, it's not his fault. Yeah. That he didn't tell her parents. Like, she was like, let's keep this secret. Yeah. They'll probably like you better if we do that. <laughs> and meanwhile, he, like, doesn't, like, really speak English that well. So he's just kind of, like, trying to get by yeah. already. He seems confused a lot of the time, which makes me feel bad for him. But you have to I mean, do... it's probably tough. Like, you have to do your favorite line that, from Pedro's season. I love Pedro, and I'm not... <laughs> you have to do it. When When... They keep going over this, how nobody will trust them. And then Pedro just goes, nobody trusted Pedro because of you. (laughs) I love it. And I know that probably sounded more like an Italian accent than anything else. Like like an Italian who grew up in Jamaica a little bit, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I love what he says, nobody's trusting Pedro because of you. But anyways, Pedro and Chantel is probably my favorite couple. Like... There's other couples that are probably better suited for each other, mm-hmm. but they're like forgettable, like what I said, about, because they just didn't have arguments. And stuff. What about that um, sweet Mormon girl from Brazil? Caroline? Oh, yeah. She was so she cute. She was great. And I follow her on Inst- Instagram now. Yeah. I, and I see like they posted like, you know, 
Christmas photos with the kids and stuff. And Yeah. At first, I was really skeptical because I was like, this guy, you know, isn't going to, like, respect her or, you know. He's, yeah, well, he's the modeling thing when she was like, oh, maybe I'll be a model. And he was, like, kind of, you know, concerned. he didn't seem cool with it. And I was like, he's going to be insecure and but possessive. And, yeah, he kind of worked through it a little yeah. bit. Like, he, he kind of acknowledged it, I think, and, and worked through it. And they see, they're still together. And they yeah. Have, kids and they seem happy yeah i think that's a good couple what about on there, mormons there's a lot of mormons on this show yeah I feel lots like. of mormons or like people Maybe i think because they meet people when they're on their like missions and yeah stuff. it seems like that's the thing yeah. right is they go over and they meet somebody and then they you know but uh who was the other one that you're saying amphisa and amphisa okay so amphisa what's is the guy's name george george i mean amphisa is the number one with a bullet all-time villain of 90 day fiance for yeah. sure. <laughs> and she was the first, the first villain, right? Like, the, she was the very first. Uh, she was, that was season four. Oh, it was? I feel yeah. like she was the first one that people universally hated, though. I mean, you're probably right about that. But that was season four, so there was probably some other people that, that you're already like, oh, this is kind of bull. Like, this person doesn't seem very nice or whatever. But Anfisa was the first one to key the word idiot into their fiance's <laughs> first car. First and last, I think. First and last, as far as we know. We haven't gotten through the whole thing yet, but she was just the number one villain of this show. And that might be the best season because I don't know if you remember this, but let me run down the run down the couples for you. Okay. okay? Season four was George and Anfisa. I mean, what more if you were producing that show, like what more could you mm, ask for mm-hmm. than their drama? Aside from the fact that sometimes it was hard to even tape it because it was so explosive right like they'd like lock them out of the apartment at times and stuff but you know you can't ask for more drama than that nicole and azan that one's kind of like tiring though like but this was the first season that they were in so that's fair you weren't probably tired of it yet you're just like i was immediately tired of it okay (laughs) Chantel and pedro Mm -hmm. uh I'm going to mispronounce probably both of these names, but Narkia and Alulua. Whoa. It was the, um, the guy that claimed he was a Nigerian prince. Oh, yeah. And the woman that was that kinda sad. went to Vietnam to visit him. Yeah. It was sad, yeah. But, I mean, it's a little bit like you kind of knew what this guy was. Yeah. Like, like she got an email that was like, I'm a Nigerian prince, and there are no Nigerian princes. Right. Yeah, we've, we learned that. There's none. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> monarchy or whatever you know um but yeah this i mean from the beginning she knew that he was lying so and she you know, just that's on her gave him a pass and then continued to get mad every time she caught him in another lie yeah and he was gonna have many wives and that she wasn't cool with that yeah she didn't like that um and then matt and Allah. which uh, was one oh, of the yeah. less memorable ones from that season she was but c- just because that season was so she was Russian Good. and came over with her son. Yes. Yeah. They were fine. He was kind of a douche. and she. I but th- she was the one that was like, I never told Matt I love him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think that he was kind of an insecure douchebag, but she also kind of had his number and was just like, yeah, like, this is going to be fine and you're going to have to compromise with me on things. She yeah. was like a very adult and composed. Yeah. They were actually one of the better. Yeah. Like, more mature couples. Yeah. I I think, and they're still the together, too. I think so. I didn't look them up because they didn't seem that off the wall to me. Or interesting. Or interesting. I didn't like his face, but that's just like a personal preference. Like I found out that guy, what's that guy's name? David? 
the one that bought the uh, the water buffalo. Oh, David and Annie. Yeah. I found out they're still together and they have like a cooking show. That makes and... me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> He's so gross. Maybe uh, I hate him the most. I forgot about him. Thanks for He might have been the worst, but he also introduced us to some of the best characters on that True. show during that season. Um, because if you remember, uh, Nikki, right? I love Nikki. She's awesome. We want to be Nikki's friend. Was it her brother or yes, like, her brother um, who came in and like threw the water on David? What's his name? Like, I forget his name. I can't now. remember, but he was fantastic. But he was great. And then David's friend, we don't. I don't feel strongly about him, but Chris. like, yeah, Chris. But like, I mean, I like that he supports his friend. Yeah. He didn't seem to be a bad guy. Nikki but, has stayed with him, and she seems like a badass. So. I mean, if Nikki's cool, then I guess we have we to have be. We have to trust Nikki's judgment. Yeah. She would know. But if Nikki says he's out, like, he's out. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I, you know. Agreed. My loyalty doesn't lie with him. It no. lies with Nikki. Yes. So. Um, okay, so that's, that's season four, okay. which is probably the best one, I think. Um. Which one was the one that had Azan and Nicole? That was season four. They were in season four. But they must have also been in season five, right? Yeah, I yeah. think they were in more because than one. Because then they went on to the next season and just continued to bore the hell but out of But when me. she was like falling through the desert and he kept calling her lazy, even though it was very mean of him, it was still hilarious. <laughs> it was very funny. Because I don't think the lazy was the word that he even means to use. He always calls her lazy and what he means is out of shape. But yeah, it's like, just I mean, like, she's trudging through the desert. Like, she's trying. I would be but dying. <laughs> like, that day she wasn't being lazy. No. But maybe the accumulation of not exercising for a while maybe had caught up to her. I just maybe thought that his choice of words was funny because he always calls her lazy. He's always like, you need to eat better and don't be lazy. And what he means is get in shape. Yeah. And He's, I mean, you know, how tactful are you going to be? When English is not your first language, yeah. You're just trying I'm just to... saying that I get a kick out of it. I'm not saying that I think no. it's a problem. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Okay, so I mean, I don't want to like act like I'm all like rah rah. America is great. Like when I said earlier, oh, it's like not. you can tell which <laughs> which person's trying to come to America because it's so great. It's just the context of the show. I mean, that show could be filmed in many places, yeah, and it would be the same thing. But in general, people a lot of times are coming from places that are a little worse off than here well and i think they also have like maybe an idea of what the the u.s is not realistic yeah they're picturing yeah. it in the 80s where like everybody's rich everybody can buy a house and a car and or they just think everything's new york city or la that's true too yeah. or like that la is like la but if they you go definitely to LA, think everyone glamorous. is rich like these people are surprised when they are like, oh, we're going to live with your mom in this one-bedroom yeah. apartment. We're going to share this We're going to live in the middle of the bed. desert <laughs> in, in Las Vegas. Oh, great. Um, with your mom? Yeah, Why does everybody mom? live with their moms? It's a type, I mean, right? It, that's the kind of guy that is like looking for I mean, I just can't, tale. I can't talk really badly about people that live with their parents at an older age because I did that for a little while. <laughs> That's you know. true. I sprung you out of your parents' house. You did. <laughs> I was, uh, I had been living with somebody else, but. But you know. not since you were a child. It was like a respite. Right. It's not like <laughs> I never moved out. Right. Um, but yeah, these are people that had never moved out. That's very loud. Yeah, that's going to probably record well. Okay. 
Yeah, we don't mean to brag. It's luxury down here in Tennessee. Down here in Tennessee, you get dishwashers. Mm-hmm. We have enough room in our house for that. We do. Um, but you don't trust it, and you wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. I, I almost entirely wash dishes before I put them in the dishwasher. That's a true thing about me. People listening might not know that about me, that if you if I had loaded the entire dishwasher – by myself, which, I mean, you know that would never happen, but <laughs> imagine if I had, and then you opened it up the next day. But you did do that once, and then I unloaded all the dirty dishes into the cabinet because you thought they, were clean. they looked clean. Because I had, like, rinsed them off so thoroughly. And you waited until I was done, and then you're like, did you just put all those dishes back? <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Sarah puts dishes into the dishwasher just covered in food. And they come out clean. <sighs> That's not how you're supposed to do it. It is. All right. I mean, maybe people listening will have something to say. Feel free to comment, everyone. I would like to know everyone's opinion. (laughs) Yeah, let us know. Should you pre-clean your dishes so that you don't use your dishwasher as a garbage disposal? Or should you just throw things in there uh, with entire salads falling off of them? I mean, it's a dishwasher, not a dish sanitizer. That's the point. Okay. So We're not going to get past this. Let's get back to 90 Day Fiance. Fair. Since we're not gonna, we're just not gonna agree on this. Um, so there are a couple people in the show that had bands, mm-hmm. and one of the guys left his country oh, and kind sad. of abandoned his boy band to come here and be with his new wife to live in like Illinois or something. Yeah, that sounds right. And then there was he was the in girl. he left Nicaragua. Yeah, and then there was the girl that lived in New Hampshire that had the band with her family she, that she was like, was I the, have to plan my whole life around my the band. Partridge family. And like, we don't know what kind of numbers they were doing, but we're assuming they weren't like on the billboard hot 100. No, but her parents were cool. Her parents seemed, yeah, they seemed fine, but she they was were like, so much cooler than her. <laughs> it would have made way more sense if she was just like, I don't want to leave my parents behind. Yeah. But she kept being well, like, that's I don't want to leave was. my band behind. And it's like, she was like recording in some dudes, some old dude's basement. And yeah. was like, all of my connections are here. And we're like, no, you live in like, what was it? Com- it was in New Hampshire. No, it was in like Southern town. New Hampshire. Yeah. I forget the name, remember of the name of it. Town, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We know Southern New Hampshire. Let me ask you this. If you were coming here mm-hmm. from, I think maybe Vietnam, let's say Vietnam. Okay. Uh, I don't want to mess this up. But I can't remember where everybody came from on this show. Anyways, okay, let's say you were coming here to marry me. Okay. I'm 48 years old. Mm -hmm. You, meanwhile, are 24 Mm -hmm. and beautiful. Just as beautiful as you are now, but 24 years old. Uh, Would you sign a prenuptial agreement? No. What if a lawyer told you, that you shouldn't sign it, then would you still not sign it? I would it? still not sign it. What if I told you that if you didn't sign it, we couldn't get married? Then I would say, go screw, and I would go back to where I came from. Okay. And I think that's fair because, you know, when we got married, you didn't make me sign a prenuptial agreement. I didn't. Even though I had zero dollars <laughs> and might as well have been coming from a country where you don't make as good of money. I mean, I did have to buy your parents those water buffaloes, but. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, Tom Carter Sr. is is very particular about how many water buffalo he gets. He's tilling the fields of Rockland with his water buffalo and (laughs) diving into his pile of gold. You need the buffalo because there's so many rocks. Yeah. And you have to, humans can't do and that. And buffalo kind of are cheap to take care of, water buffalo specifically. Yeah. Very cheap to take care of. Yeah. But very expensive. Well, I'm glad that they accepted your gift. 75,000 baht per buffalo. I mean, if you want to take me away to Tennessee, you got to cough something up. It's fair. So. We probably could have gotten a cheaper buffalo around here. Everything's cheaper in Tennessee. That's true. Which brings me to the next point. Hey, friends listening to Pick a Side Stupid that used to come to the show on a weekly basis, please move to Bristol, Tennessee. We miss you all. We miss you so much. And it is not expensive to live here. So And you can stay with us for a while. Yeah. Um, that's all. That was my whole announcement there. So Friday, we're going to do the show on 90 Day Fiance. Yes. We're going to write a bunch of questions about it. You're going to have to make them very, like generic because that's what we do with everything i know but it'd be real easy to go too hard on this particular topic because everybody knows these characters yeah but you don't want it to be exclusion exclusion exclusionary yeah i think that's the right people who haven't watched the show yeah i agree but that's my goal every week is to make it like vague enough of a question that people could answer even if they didn't yeah know the source material so any other, do you have any questions for me about 90 Day Fiance? Because hmm. we've watched this so much. Do you think that Annie really loves David? Can she possibly oh, that was the love one, That's him? what we're talking about with the water yeah. buffalo. I don't know. She doesn't seem to even. She's just always kind of like, eh, we'll see. If he, if he gets worse, I'll just go home. I guess so. Like, they had the reunion show. I love the reunion shows. Yeah, those are good. You get to see if people are still together and if they're fighting and mm-hmm. all that. But they had the reunion show, and, and they're they were still just together. like, and she was just like, yeah, I mean, I'll just go. I don't need to stay with him. So I won't if, if, he's, if he's worse than he is now. He still owes her parents dowry money. Yeah. She'll probably wait that out. She's like, he needs to make some money or else I'll leave him. And I don't. I mean, I don't think that's something that you say about somebody that you love. No, that's true. Well, that's like the <laughs> like, woman. I think you'd be like, uh, you know, we'll find a way together. Who is the the woman who said that if they couldn't have kids, she was going to leave them? That's oh. tough. That's a rough thing to throw on somebody. Yeah, I did not write that down. I took down some notes before we started recording, and that one, for some reason, I did not write down. But The dishwasher doesn't like that question anyways. <sighs> yeah. But she was like... 35 or something yeah. and she was like we need to have kids maybe. right now and he was like i have had a vasectomy yeah but we can try and as much kids. as you want also he has two kids yeah two? Oh, okay i think so you're probably right but i do like his response of like i've had a vasectomy but we can try all the time i think we he, he would get it our... reversed <laughs> i mean that's not what he said he just said that he'd try <laughs> i wonder what happened to them i don't know if they're still together i don't know either and that's another couple where they're like, let's do some modeling. Yeah, that but was... it was his idea for her, and she, she was she, she was not hated into it. it. Yeah, and they made like, her no, read scripts. Yeah, he told her he was taking her to a modeling gig, but it was actually like an ad, like a commercial read. Yeah, that was a mean thing to do. It wasn't great. No, and he like brought her into his house with all of his roommates. It was like, oh Welcome yeah, home. They never That's show right. them really, but. 
I would not have been cool with that if I came here and you were like, we're going to live together. It's going to be beautiful. And then you're like, these are my five closest friends who we live with. <laughs> oh, that's the other couple I liked was the guy from New Orleans. Remember him? Was he the one that was the bartender that yeah. like cried when he saw her in the airport? Yes. He seemed like pretty bro-y and everything. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we got cockroaches in the apartment. Like, what's the big deal? And but then he then went he to the airport. he was like a total sweetheart. Yeah, and he was like crying and it was really sweet and his mom was not nice and they had like a them. buddhist wedding to like yeah. celebrate her culture i thought it was i really liked the two i thought that was them. a good couple i think they're still together too and they I should be because so. they were great i don't remember either of their names but he's a real estate guy now and they live in colorado that's nice i like when people get like jealous like i like it when there's like a beautiful woman that comes to the U.S. to be with one of these shabby-looking, run-down, useless, we'll call them men. Harsh, I'm harsh not, look, assessment. I'm not Sean talking Carter. about all the guys on the show. Some of these guys are fine. Yeah. Some of these guys You're are probably great You're talking about Colt and David. I might be. And, and they come to the country to be with one of these guys. And then, um, you know the guy tries flirting with somebody directly in front of their fiance. And it's like, bro, you do not deserve this woman. What are you doing? And then the fiance gets angry. And then you have to be like, do you think he would have a shot? Like, what are you jealous about? I think it's just insulting. Yeah. Like if you're talking about Larissa and Colt, which we watched today where he like flirted with a hostess at a restaurant Mm -hmm. or something. And she flipped out like, she doesn't like him or that situation, but she also doesn't want to be second fiddle to any woman. Like she's put so much stock in her appearance that mm. she's not going to, she's not going to let that happen on her watch. Yeah. I agree. You're probably right about that. That's my assessment. But w- that's the, that's the couple that we were like, were they in two seasons of they, this? Because yeah. I feel like they kept popping up. But their season Colt is like a repeat, Larissa. which is the weird thing. Like, theirs is exactly the same. When Nicole and Azen were on two different seasons, like, it was a continuation of their story. Right. But Colt and, Ad- and uh, Larissa, Larissa, we've seen twice. We're like, we've seen these scenes yeah. before. We've seen the same fights, the same, like, nonsense. But not mixed in with these other characters yeah, that are on the weird. same season. I don't know what happened. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> write in and tell me what happened. Because I've tried to look this up online, and I'm like, I can't find any record of them being on more than one season of it. You should ask... Jenna and Miguel, because they have a 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Oh, I should ask them. Um, okay. Anything else? Is there anything that we've forgotten? Oh, the sponsorship thing really irks me, because apparently it's very expensive to sponsor somebody's K-1 visa, and it depends somewhat, your approval depends on your income, but then... Some of these people don't have a job and they live with their parents and they never mention how their fiance got the K-1 visa. Yeah, that was kind of like a big deal with the Nicole and Azen thing. Yeah, because like, she's like a barista. She couldn't afford it and she'd have to get a sponsor and, and David had to get his friend Chris mm-hmm. to sponsor. You know, but in a lot of these cases, they don't bring it up at all. And Like how did Chantel bring Pedro over when she's a student and her parents didn't know it was happening? Yeah. That's sketchy. Yeah, that doesn't add up. No, it does not. A little bit of this is probably some show busy stuff that... Or TLC paid it because they were like, this will be good TV. Maybe. And they got a spinoff show out of it, The Family Chantel, so... The Family Chantel. That's what it's called. I like it. 
but even still the, the sponsor, if you're the sponsor on it, then if that person leaves you or leaves the person that they're with and that person isn't paying for them, then you have to pay for them mm-hmm. and you have to pay them what the equivalent of minimum wage Where for 10 years yeah. or something. That means poor Molly is on the hook for that dickhead. Louise. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if she had God in her life. <laughs> Instead of an owl with she a probably, candle. <laughs> yeah, she probably just uses Buddha to uh, summon up some, Satan. To, to get some money. Yeah. He asked her if she was a witch because she had Buddha. She uses magic to get money, and then she just pays his way. What a loon. Anyways, I think we've covered it all. I mean, I could talk about this forever, but you're probably right. <laughs> I think we could talk about it forever, but I'm not sure people could listen to us talk And you probably about don't want to edit four hours of 90 Day Fiancé yeah, no. chit-chat. We could just continue this conversation after we sure. stop this. You should create a pick-a-side Discord so that you can talk about the topics. That's a good up. idea. What's a Discord? Oh, babe. <laughs> This is no longer relevant to the podcast. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if there's anything else about 90 Day Fiance that we should talk about. I mean, just that I feel really sorry for all of the kids who are involved in that show because it just seems like it's always a shitty situation for any of these people's children on either side. Like whether they're the American or the person coming over on the K-1 visa, anytime somebody has kids, it always sucks for the kids. That's true. Always. Either the kid's like, I'm going to be replaced by this person mm-hmm. in your life, or they're like, I have to leave my country and go live in another country. Or like poor little May got drugged to Morocco, dragged to Morocco. That's right. They everywhere, drug her through the desert. except for the South, we say dragged, not drugged. <laughs> they drug her through the desert. Yeah. Poor little May. Well, as in drug her through the desert, because yeah. Nicole couldn't even carry herself through the desert, so she wasn't dragging along yeah picking up poor little maid she's lazy that's the other thing we forgot to talk about was uh as far as side sort of side characters go mm-hmm. uh nicole's brother we love nicole's brother <laughs> he should have his own show he's like a little man he, he's like a judge like i'd like to see some cases come before him and have him like a civil court like a judge yeah. judy kind of thing i would love to see him decide some fates of some people yeah. He's in the military now. Is he? Yeah. Well, he might be deciding some people's fates. Wow, in a different way. Yeah, but he's so like logical and level-headed. And well, I mean, you're comparing him to other people on the show. I mean, I think even without that context, he's just a very like a kid is made to be to have his own show. I mean, I think we're overestimating. <laughs> <laughs> what he said on the show is probably like I think Nicole should think about what she's doing. And we were like, wow, what sage (laughs) advice. He was very well spoken to, though. Good composure. Yeah. Okay. Now I think we've covered it all. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, thanks for listening. Um, We're going to try and put out shows more regularly now where Sarah and I will talk about the subject that's coming up. And other people. We're going to figure out how to Skype people in. Yeah. But until then, you know, me and you for a little while. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once we figure out Skype or, or we're able to get people in person, then we can have guests. We can have friends. I mean, that would be exciting. Uh, but until then, we'll, we'll, we'll try and do like one a week. Sure. Right? Me and you. Let's do it. People and, will get uh, very sick of us very quickly. but I don't, I don't think so. I like the sound of your voice. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it's good because you're stuck with me, and I'm the only person you see every day. Yeah, you have a very, very sweet, high voice. Mm. Very, yeah. very <laughs> girly, feminine. Keep going. I hate everything that you're saying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a very manly voice. Don't I? You'd be so lonely if I left you. <laughs> You're right. I would be, but I'd at least have Cleo, our dog. That's true. You let me keep Cleo? No, I guess I wouldn't. Okay. I was just I was so shocked. I was like, what (laughs) is happening right now? I would never leave you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Great. Um, well thanks for listening. We'll we'll put up another one next week about whatever topic we decide to go with. And uh check out Pick Aside Stupid on YouTube. We'll be doing the live show Friday night at seven thirty. Each Friday. And join the Discord. And join the Discord if we have one. We may or may not. More importantly, join the Patreon. Oh, also, if you are part of the Patreon, thank you for continuing to support it, even though I don't think we put anything exclusively on Patreon in a while, but um, we have been continuing to do the YouTube. And if you weren't supporting the Patreon, I couldn't have bought Sarah a Christmas gift this year. (laughs) So thank you. Pick aside stupid supporters for uh, buying Sarah a Christmas gift. We love you and we don't deserve you. And we will try harder. (laughs) That's true. All right. Goodbye.